Let's just fucking do it. Fuck, fuck, it. It. fuck it. We're doing fuck it. Live. We're doing it live. This is the Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate habits, bad friends, and giving up whatever the hell I'm doing now. As always, I'm your host, Steven, and I'm drunk. And you know what that means, because when I'm drunk, I'm not alone. When I'm drunk, I'm joined in the second chair by the indomitable, by the irreverent, by the... I can't think of another word. Because there aren't many to describe this thing they call a man, Chandler Phillips. Oh, thank you so much, Stephen, for having me. I'm, it's an honor to be such a bad influence on you. Yes, I love it. I love it. We're going to do a clink clink. Oh, nice little... Yeah. All right. Because, you know, when we're here, we're enjoying ourselves and we're imbibing. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> when, you're, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> It's Olive all, all Garden, you know. <laughs> you have to say it with a Boston accent, or Boston. else if you say it too Italian, then then Ooh. you then you owe uh, uh, trademark infringements. <laughs> when you here, your family. <laughs> when you here, you pack your car. You come into the Olive Garden. <laughs> you hear your family. You pack your car. Your car. <laughs> I can't even think. That's the only thing I could say. Your car. God damn it, Dee Dee. God. Just, just pull around the front of the Olive Garden. <laughs> well, I'm dying, so I want to thank you, yes, for joining me in whatever the hell it is we're doing today. It's uh, it's the art of giving up, kind of. But right? you know, this is this is the thing that we've been doing. You know, we're like we've been here doing this, but I kind of always, I kind of we kind of like to start this off with like a question, right? Mm-hmm. Is that in good taste? Oh, it's a great question. The question that only has one answer. No, it's never in good taste. <laughs> if you have to ask the question. you have to ask, you know, all right, this might sound a little bit racist, but, <laughs> you know, and today we're going to talk about something very interesting to, to me and to you. Racism. For me, for racism, for me, magic, because mm-hmm. I like Penn and Teller. That's it. I literally have nothing else. Okay. And for you, comedy, because you think you're funny. I I think I'm hilarious, but more so, I I really want to sink our teeth into the the relationship between magic and comedy, because they're kind of at a weird like like brotherhood, but at the same time fighting each other. It's ooh, well, I have I have opinions about this, but first, we're drinking. Ooh, now and what uh, are we drinking? Originally, I was drinking absinthe with you. Ah, uh, yes. Weird. But I decided instead to go back to this Bell's Larry's latest flamingo fruit flight. So so alliterative, flamingo fruit flight, fright, fight. Whole lot of F's in that. A lot of F's. It's a uh, you know what sour. they say about a lot of F's. 
Poor grades. Poor grades. If a tart food ale brewed <laughs> with passion fruit and lime. And it's it's good. I, I don't know. It's refreshing. I, I, I had one it. earlier with you. Yeah, I, th- I think it's good. I thought it was interesting. It's not really usually my type of thing, but I find it to be very refreshing and kind of the kind of thing I get it used to. But you're drinking what I was drinking, which is the most interesting thing. Oh, the most interesting drink in the world. Oh. Uh, <laughs> drinking a French absinthe, uh, the classic cocktail with just, you know, the, the ice cold water poured over a sugar cube into some... Well, what was the proof again on that one? That was a high. Oh, Jesus. Was, uh, Hold on. 60 something. It was 65 130 proof? It was 130 proof absinthe. It was the French one. It was Vu Portlier. I don't know. After having just a little bit, I don't remember. Uh, it uses a very traditional French absinthe uh, recipe. And, and you know what? I think I'm just about ready to write the next great American novel. I'm uh, look out Great Gatsby. Cause, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, 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 boy! Do you like? Are you liking this absinthe? You know, I as a cocktail, it's it's interesting. Um, it kind of tastes like the type of candy that like your grandparents would have that you don't actually think is a candy. It's like they call like this and like uh, after dinner mints. Like after oh, dinner mints, they're candy, and you're like, no, it's not. This isn't right. candy. It's like licorice. People it's, give you, they give you licorice, and it's like well, it's not licorice, but it's like licorice. They're like, oh, what's up? Would you like, would you like something? Your grandparent goes to you. Would you like something sweet? Would you like <laughs> something sweet, dearie? <laughs> and you, you take it, and it's like, oh, it's delicious. It's shiny looking. It's chewy. Yeah, it's in that that neat kind of saran foil mm-hmm, wrap. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you bite into it, and it's like, it's like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on here? here? They make this with fucking root, like like like. What's what's the thing that killed Socrates? I mean, aside that. from peer pressure, uh, <laughs> that <laughs> you know, and you just look at it, it's like all right, all right. So all right, would you say thumbs up, thumbs down? I'd actually, when when blended together in the right uh, in the right ratio, I like a good uh, one to three ratio with one absinthe to three waters. Um, How about three absinthe? To one waters. Oof! Look out, liver. Here oh, I come. Oh boy. Uh, no, I think it's pretty tasty. It it reminds me of like those old uh, like you know what candy it is. It's the root beer barrel candy. Like it came oh, in the it, oh my, in the barrel it shape. Is, it is the root beer barrel candy exactly it's that with a little bit of black licorice and a little bit of ginger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, and, totally. And that's what it brings me back to is like those kind of candy. You got. There's like three candies that that mix came with. It was the root beer barrels, yes. the the strawberry ones yes. that had like the it was a it was the red and the yeah, with on. the little green. I was really think, I was thinking about this when you were talking about like the kind of candy your grandparents give you. I mm-hmm. was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the third one? I the don't third know. one is a Werther's original or some variation. I was, it was I a caramel. Where I was thinking those three candies. Yes, I was literally thinking it's the holy trinity. Really, yeah, I was thinking about when my grandfather. I would go with him his appointment so i was like 12 mm-hmm. and like he would he would get like werther's and stuff and i'm like can i have one and i didn't really enjoy it but but it's candy so it's i wanted candy. one you can't say no you know um i think obviously i love alcohol mm-hmm. and you love alcohol i'm a fan but transition you know who doesn't like alcohol who doesn't like alcohol? Gillette. oh hold man. on so i haven't now. seen segues that good since 2001 right <laughs> oh right off a cliff because you know he died 
the the the, the creative segue. Did he really? rolled off a cliff? No way. Yes. What? On a Segway. That wasn't even the the reference I was trying to make, but that's amazing. I know, right? I took what? it and I took it just a little. I just took it and ran what? with it. You rolled yes, with it and <laughs> you rolled with it a little too. It was just far. a little too far, right? <laughs> um. So I know the last few times I've mentioned Pendulette, mm-hmm. and it's not because I'm a huge super fan. I'm a regular fan. You're just an average fan. Maybe a little bit more than average. Oh, okay, sure. But the main, the reason that I like Pendulette is because, I don't know, I listen to his podcast and I read his books and talk. Okay, I sound like a super fan. Yeah, you're, you're a pretty I'm big fan. But I'm exposed to some very interesting concepts, right? And you were talking to me about comedy and magic because we were watching the Amazing Jonathan documentary. The the Untitled. The Untitled. Amazing Jonathan documentary. Now, quick, I want, you to, I want you to sum it up quick. Bam! Uh... Is this a documentary about the amazing Jonathan, or is this a documentary made to make me feel bad about watching documentaries? And also, is it real? Yeah, that too. Is yeah. is this all just one big farce to... I, I don't know what its goal is. Like, I don't get no, it. Right? It's, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Right. And the thing about the amazing Jonathan is that he's a comedy magician. He's a comedy magician. Which is why I think Absinthe fits so well to this discussion. Just because it's got those those mysterious kind of like oh carnival circusy kind of connotations. I mean, I I used to live in Vegas. Absinthe was like a show that was like the scandalous Cirque du Soleil. Really? Yeah, it was oh, a really big show for uh, Caesars a bit. In fact, you know, my aunt wanna might wanna like slide me a, a, a fifty for this promo right now because this is some solid PR for Absinthe. Ooh. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know anything about this. No, there's there's a little bit of a relationship between absinthe and the whole like uh, that that vaudeville kind of theme of 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 carnival. And that's really that's really what magic is, though, right? Like that's what magic came from. Magic came from you know like people like you know busking, like trying to get money from people. Hustling. So, <laughs> busking. That's what they called it. You know, mm-hmm. like trying to get money from people, trying to do whatever they can, like. Little card tricks, coin things, and stuff like that, or whatever. So, how like, how did that in comedy interact? Now, I got a little story for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, the reason I mentioned Pendulette. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is a second or fourth hand story because I listened to it from him telling it on his podcast. But when he told it, he said that he's not even sure if this is really true, but he mostly <laughs> remembers it. Okay, I love that discloser. There was an yeah. uh, illusionist named. Yuri Geller. He was a, uh, he was British, Israeli born, mm-hmm. and he was an illusionist. And what he would do, but they didn't call him that back then. He 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 considered himself to be a scientist. He would go on the Tonight Show. He would go on these things, and he would do these science experiments where he would read people's minds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a young impressionable Pendulette, he was like, "I want this, right?" So his uh, wow. I don't know if you hear that. Um, his uh, his mother, right, goes and is like, oh, uh, you know, I'll buy this for you. Because there's like a little book. And he's like, oh, I want to buy the book and stuff like that. So he gets the book. And he realizes it's a farce. And it ruins, like, school for him. It's not science. Yeah, it's, it's not science. It's, and so it ruins, like, school for him because he thought this thing was science. So he didn't want to go to school anymore, really, you know. And, like. So he got kind of like carnival acting, like juggling and stuff like that, until he met 
teller who was like a Greek, like a teacher of Latin, who was a magician. Hmm. And they kind of came to like a, a thing where teller kind of like convinced them again that magic and illusion and illusions and things like that were good. But the thing that Pendula didn't like, again, this is like eighth hand, is that is very dishonest, right? And so their entire art is being as honest as possible. Now, I got you right here. Comedy and magic, to me, I think, has become something that is one. Like, if you do magic now, if you're a magician now, it's comedy. You have to. Or, it's one of the films that you can put on it. Because everyone knows that it's not real. Right. You know that it's not real, right? And the thing that makes comedians now really good is it's not Carrot Top, right? I'm taking the case off my cell phone. Oh, you're undressing your phone. Yeah, so that I can play the music later. Gotcha. Um, the thing <laughs> now is that, like, you know, so you look, and it's like, okay. Comedy is all about being earnest, right? Mm-hmm. Comedy now is about telling life the way you see it. Dave Chappelle, Lucy C.K. with some embellishments, mm-hmm. right? So it's not completely true, but it's mostly true. Right. Comedy magicians, big ones, big, big ones, right? Like Piff the Magic Dragon, right? That's what they do. Piff the Magic Dragon comes out in a dragon suit because you know he's not a dragon. Hmm. His, mm-hmm. his tricks are like, my dog is doing this. Because you know his dog is not reading your mind. Mm-hmm. You know? It's the suspension of disbelief that we yeah. all get to partake in. Yes. While blatantly knowing what is and is not real. Right? So you look at comedy. This, again, I don't, know, I don't know that much about comedy. I just know people that I like. I know a little bit, you know, Lenny Bruce. I know a little bit about people. The individuals. About the individuals. But I don't know about the, the theory. The art. You know? But the art. I don't know a lot about the theory. I don't know a lot about the theory about what makes it what it is. But what I know about magic is is that just like wrestling, we all know it's not real, hmm. right? So the part that makes it fun now is really leaning into how not real it is. That's a good point, right? It's it's how far into the uh, into that suspension can we can we go and still keep it believable enough. Want your opinions? What you want my my opinion? You on? have something. I, I got I got something. So, I mean, I think I think comedy and oh, we'll make the make the dissertion between magic mm-hmm. and and illusion because mm-hmm. illusion is is what's actually being performed on stage as we know it. Magic has that little bit of supernatural connotation. You know what I say you're because it's all fake. Yeah. It's all illusion. You know, I mean, unless you're superstitious. But it's not real. You know, so like, you can just, just like, God, it's not real, right? <laughs> so you, come on. Like, it's the same. It's all, it, yeah. yeah. It's just a fancy name. I'm a magician. Like, think about this. 15 years ago, you'd be like, I'm a magician. Look, I, I read your mind. Now it's like, I'm a magician. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a magician. Listen, listen to me do some shtick while, while I yeah. also... But, but Pull a do that out anymore. Of your ear. Because the only you only do shtick now if it's ironic. Well, and a lot of magicians who do shtick. Uh, so 
I'm I'm gonna give myself a little bit of credibility in this discussion. I Ooh. having done stand up comedy in Vegas for a little over a year, you definitely get your your involvement with magic acts. You see them at open mics. Um, and they're they're good comedians. I, I don't want to discredit them at all, but there's a little bit of a of a rivalry or a separation between like the the comedians and people who do magic. I'm getting caught from the left with this. All right, educate me. I'm really like, curious about this because from from the comedian's perspective, a comedy magician just kind of uses a. F- uh, a, a film or a filter of comedy as their their um their patter or their their what's what's the word i'm trying to think Patter is a good word I think. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's what they use to try to divert attention and so they use comedy almost like it's not a crutch because it's very well incorporated into their routine but a comedian kind of feels a little um slanted or yeah, you feel like they're just kind of using comedy while while doing magic, and everyone there knows it's not real. But hmm. the fact that they're able to get that reaction from an audience too, there's a little bit of jealousy. There's there's definitely some some uh, jealousy within the that dynamic. It's actually really interesting because I think that they must not be good because like. When I think of like, damn, I had an entire list of magicians that I know who do comedy, but I can't remember the names of them, but they're all very good, I promise, right? You have all these great magicians who do comedy. When you look, oh, gee, I about their fucking asses. You look at Penn and Teller, mm-hmm. right? You don't think they're being funny to distract you. You don't think they're doing magic to make their stuff funnier, Right? It's kind of one it's thing. You know what I mean? But like, it's kind of not. Like, because you know, they're there to do magic. But and, are they? And the comedy is there to help mitigate their tricks. But are they? Because, for example... The, sorry, that I can't say whether or not that's actually their intention. But just as the comedian in the, in the audience, you're like, those fuckers. Mm. So I don't know these people because like, but again, different levels, right? You have people who have been at the Rio for 10, the longest time ever, mm-hmm. the longest headlining act in entire Vegas history versus people in some fucking club somewhere, you know, completely different thing. Oh, definitely. You know, but like I look at, there's a trick that the, oh, gee, I'm, now I'm going to explain to you a magic trick that I saw on TV. All Are you right. sure you're not going to have the magician's union coming after you? Right. I know. Right. So Penn and Teller do this thing on some show where Penn is like, oh, I'm going to do a card. I'm going to do a trick. But, you know, it's really hard to see the cards. So while I'm doing the trick, Teller is going to be inside of this gigantic water tank. Woo. And then Teller, he has the key. And you, lady, you have a stopwatch and he can't breathe. And then when we do the trick, he'll just let himself out. Just be entertaining. But then the trick messes up and they just can't figure out the trick. He's just throwing the card. He's like, what card is it? And then Teller dies and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like he gives a little eulogy and stuff and then he goes is this your card and he spins the thing around and tell his dead body the card is like stable to his face or whatever right you know <laughs> and i just think of that i look at it and i know i just described something in 18 seconds that's great you can look up on youtube or whatever the hell right but like it's not 
the comedy enhanced the magic, mm-hmm. right? But the magic itself enhanced the comedy. Because you can't... Would it be funny to throw somebody into a thing, have a conversation, they're dead? No. No. But... But with a little bit of suspension of disbelief thrown in there about something a little arbitrary, right? And like, oh, where's this card? Where'd it go? Right? Okay, hold on. Hold on. I want to know, because you... I. What is it you... Because I feel like... I know nothing about... I know jack about comedy, but I likes me the magics. <laughs> okay? I'm black. You know? Woo! <laughs> card tricks! <laughs> card tricks! Yeah, I, I just think that's some sort of... Some sort of... Some, it's it's consorting with the devil. Consorting with the devil. I, I just don't... I don't know. I feel like maybe the comedians are jealous because there's more skill and combat... I'm there not is, a magician. There is. I'm, I'm not I'm even a magician. Honest, like to be able to do magic and to keep an audience captivated while you're focusing on doing all this grand illusionry. It's extremely talented, and I am both uh, very jealous and also kind of annoyed by it. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on a comedian to keep an audience engaged, and a and a magician can diversify that that engagement a little bit more i have a question yeah how do you make this about race okay because race is polarizing Ooh. it's entertaining we can okay I, uh, oh you have something i got a oh spark. tell me oh. I, i'm down uh, with this no 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 no. i just threw something out there i just wanted to i wanted to stoke some flames i just feel like you had something to say all right uh <laughs> just about right uh let's just do it some reading in preparation of this all of right. this uh talk just, like uh, all the notes that I made that I'm not looking at? Exactly. Uh, just some of the origins of of comedy in the U.S. and the relationship between uh, mistral shows and and the use of blackface and how that developed with... All spicy? All ready, sir? Uh, there, okay. there's, there's a lot of mockery of, of ethnic groups that has come into play into the evolution of specifically American stand-up comedy that, um, I mean, that's, that's a very racial part of it, but then you could also talk about the, the, um, use of, like, how are you talking, what, what, what was the word that you're just saying for like the, the street magic where busking, 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 like busking itself would be associated with lower classes of people usually oh. ethnic minorities of course. oh it's all so like the thing about like magic and, and comedy they all come from like like the joke i swear i'm talking like i'm a magician but i've just listened to a podcast once so there you go <laughs> um uh so magicians are viewed of in i know this is a fact and like entertainment circles as being the bottom mm-hmm. but only above jugglers uh and only below comedians. <laughs> and only below comedians. Right? And it's completely true. Yeah. Because it's car and all above wrestling. Right? <laughs> because it's all carny. And it's carnival shit. I love how I can bring anything <laughs> back to wrestling. It's such a fucking <laughs> skill. It's so all ubiquitous. Right. Well done, right? So check this out. These are things that are carny, right? Wrestling. That's what they're doing. They're busking. They were going town to town, wrestling bears and shit. And then they were like, this is dangerous. Going town to town, fighting people and winning. They're like, oh, fuck, wait. We can go town to town and pretend we don't know each other and fight, right? And then we can entertain people and we can make money. 
you got people who were like, I could rob people. And they were like, I could trick people. It's like, oh, I can trick them and steal their money or I can just entertain them and they'll give me their money. And right. And then you have people who are like, well, I don't have any actual skills. So I'll stand there and talk hmm. and they'll give me money. Right. But wrestling itself is a grand illusion I that mean, everyone's in on. But I mean that's that's that, that's the entire thing though because it all comes from some carny, carny ass shit. Okay, right. carny all, or corny? Carny. It carny. all comes from carny. Yeah. Poor like carnival, dirt, uh, dirt, circus. poor yeah. people, deformed people, uneducated people of color, just like There's fucking nomadic people being kicked out of place to play. Yeah, just going from town to town and doing whatever they could. But comedians should be below them all because all they do is talk. Think about this. I have this thing about podcasting, and this is what I do, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, podcasters are, like, the lowest fucking scum, even though that's what we're doing right now. Because, hold on, literally, people were, like, food, like, 30 years ago, Adam Curry was like, we're going to do this thing, we're going to record, and we're going to put it on the internet, right? He's the father of podcasting. He's a little... He's politically wrong, you know, <laughs> and he was like on MTV in the 90s. So people don't recognize him as the father of podcasting, but he is the person who created podcasting, right? It wasn't called podcasting, but he's the one who created it, right? Wait, what? Do you know what it was called? It wasn't called anything. It was a radio show. Like they just did it. They just did an internet uh, radio show. Internet radio. That's yeah, it's a, a show. Lame ass name it's for a it. show. <laughs> you know, a netcast. It's uh, a show. It's netcast. a show. You, you did a show, right? So, I'm glad they changed the name of it from mm-hmm. netcast to podcast. Oh. That's a that's an inside joke that you wouldn't even actually actually know, because uh, a netcast is it's a whole thing with another thing you don't know about. Whatever I know You're about fishing. Hit. No, you don't. It's a website called Twit.tv, oh. and the guy Lee Laporte it came from Tech TV, and he started his own podcast network. He went to call it podcast. He went to call it netcast because he was like, it's a whole thing because Apple was suing people for using the name Pod in their things when podcasting first started. It's not related to anything. But you got the tangent, okay? Yeah, that was a solid tangent. Okay, it is a solid tangent, right? So, you look at the whole situation, you got these poor-ass fucking people doing all these things, right? But, like, podcasting is the worst because you have people do this, you sit in front of a fucking mic, you talk, and then you get some fans, and then you start a fucking Patreon. <laughs> and guess what? I mean, I got one made already, just waiting until you get enough people to listen. But um, that's not the point, okay? Because mm-hmm. them, not me. They're like that, not me. But it's like... Yeah, that's that's a them problem. People doing nothing but talking about things, offering opinions about things they have no action... Listen, I know shit about magic. Mm-hmm. You did com- you've been doing comedy for a year. We have no actual fucking input. Oh, no. We have zero, you know? It's just Nothing I'm, I have to say is actually relevant. Yeah, my, my <laughs> shit is like, you know... I watched a documentary by James Randi about how he, like, outed Yuri Geller and blah, blah, blah. But shit, like, I don't know fucking about anything, <laughs> okay? But I like it. And that's all you need to do today. All you need to do is have an uninformed opinion about something. And as long as people are willing to listen to it, then... Yeah, this is, like, the weirdest tangent ever. I swear. I just went to a fucking random tangent. But carny shit is always, like, the things that, that get big. Because what happened is... Is in radio, right? What happened was all these, it's like all these radio stations. People were like, "Oh, I can't make it in radio." Or, like Leo Laporte, he was on Tech TV, right? Mm-hmm. Tech TV was a big station owned by you know, 
they got closed down. They got turned to G4, and they got turned to like, uh, which is like a game channel and stuff like that. And his his show went away. It's called Screensaver. It's a big show. Everybody in the tech world loved it. So what he did was is he built a studio. He started filming it, and he put it online himself, hmm. right? Because nobody else would have it. You know, he was standing on a street corner in the corner of the internet. He just made his little thing. He got all his friends who used to be on the TV show who don't have jobs anymore. And they made it happen. Because that carny shit works. Yeah. And it says something about the fucking world we live in. When people can, when people make more money standing on fucking stages and pretending to fucking vanish coins than they do having an actual fucking job. Well, because deep down, if you if you peel away all the layers, all it is is just another form of escapism. It's and that comes from that suspension of of disbelief, and that alone allows you to kind of put yourself in an alternate reality, and that's both what magic and comedy do. Comedy does it a little bit different. Magic, it's a little bit more. Um, or illusion you you could feel it a little bit more because you know in in reality certain things abide by certain rules and and you have certain expectations for the way things are going to play out and magic uh diverts those but that's comedy as well that's comedy it's exactly it comedy. just does that in a in a, in a verbal verbal sense. sense yeah but i think it's interesting that like you were, t- you were like, oh, there's like uh, like a little uh, between comp- there's comedians a rivalry. and magicians. Because like, it's like whiskey. It's like not all whiskeys are bourbons, but all bourbons are whiskeys. It's like pretty much all magicians are kind of comedians. They have to. They have to be. Uh, unless know. they're like horror magicians, then you kind of have to be. But even that, because... That's literally just like being like, look how crazy and wild this is. Yeah. And that's a type of comedy. So what I'm saying is, magicians rule, comedians drool. Oof. That's, that's a bold claim. Um, to which I'm going to say, uh, nuh uh. Uh huh. And here's why. As someone speaking from from the comedy perspective it's more of a purist art form you know (laughs) this is the purest argument for anything is always such a stupid argument but it it just it resonates in me it's the same reason why i don't like pineapple on pizza it's the same reason why like uh, why do you like pineapple on pizza because of the purest in me is like pineapple. Nah, also because it's kind of not good. Oh, that too. Because the, the acids in the pineapple break down the cheese. In, in all seriousness, I'm just not a pineapple fan it's in okay, general. Though. A little pineapple jalapeno pizza is not bad, but it's not I, if I'm good. Being com- if I'm being perfectly candid, I got nothing against pineapple on pizza. But, but it's also not good. But like you can you can enjoy it. it doesn't make it good. Right. I mean, I I've eaten things I don't enjoy to to completion. <laughs> pretty much everything you eat right nah uh, well yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh. well mm. yeah yeah i make a mean guacamole think about this when was the last time that you ate something the entire time you're like this is fucking good like think about everything you ever eat this is such a fucking tangent like you're eating it right mm-hmm. and one third of the way through you're like mm, do i even want this i'm gonna tell you the last time it was kind of recent too and it was 
it was recent, but it hadn't happened in a while. It was, it was one of those special moments. I was at a restaurant, and all it was was a little bit of uh, mozzarella uh, melted on prosciutto um, on, like, a, a crispy baguette. And just, like, there, there was simplicity in it with a little bit of olive oil drizzled on top. Oh, every oh. bite of that, I, I was in the moment. I was present. No wonder you think you're a comedian. Shit's funny. <laughs> I love. I don't. I don't really know. I, I realize now that like, the amazing Jonathan documentary really set me off on a weird fucking tangent in my mind, about like the type of comedians there are and the type of, you know, magicians there are and how they intersect, but there's really no fucking difference between them. Or not. There. There is none. So this entire conversation has now been superfluous to me. It's like shit, because <laughs> it's all the same. Haven't most of your conversations been? Right, because none of them yeah. affect anything, right? Yeah. Like, fuck, Trump sucks. Surprise! Yeah. Uh, pineapple pizza is not popular. Whoa! <laughs> you know, Some... there might be a little bit of contention there in the Middle East, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten, bruh. <laughs> God damn it. Radical. Uh, Jesus. You can't do a callback to something they haven't been listening to. <laughs> and it, with a physical, visual one that they can't even see either. Exactly. That's just hang for ten us. Thing. Right? <laughs> Fuck, man. Radical Islam, brah. <laughs> the five tenets of Islam. Whoa! They're gnar. <laughs> They're gnar. Oh. We're Muslims on a mission. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think of a way to fucking make the Are you trying to do the rocket rocket power power theme? You know, I feel, though, I'm not trying to... Hold on, I just realized... Are you trying to make fun? Uh, I'm not... No, 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 shit. I just realized I'm going to sound like... I have nothing against Muslims. You're going to end up with a fatwa. I'm not. First of all, I love... I just got to throw it. I got to throw it out there. I like like the language and stuff. You know, I'm not racist. (laughs) I'm not racist, uh, but Alif <laughs> I know that I know the alphabet and stuff. I know words. I know songs. I know the numbers, just not in the language. One, two, <laughs> three. Yeah, Arabic numerals. I, I got those down. Do you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. No, the 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 numbers that we use are are they they. They are. Are they? They're, I'm pretty sure. That's what I've been told. You don't know shit about shit. I don't know dick about shits. You don't know what? All right, now. Let's have a question. Yeah. We've been doing this. I want to know, how do, how do you feel about this that, this thing that we've been doing, that we've been working on? The, this little uh, this little experiment? Where this we, little side project, this little thing? Where we, uh, where we binge drink and then... Oh, sorry, not binge drink. We... We take a little bit of time. We, we we're, we're not alcohol abusers. We abuse alcohol. We're alcoholists, not alcohol licks. Yeah, you're taking the ick out of it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about it? Do you feel? I'm curious. I want to. I don't let people let people behind the curtain. You gotta make things more more earthy there. Uh, I'm 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 having a lot of fun. I feel like uh, like I'm having a lot of fun doing doing a lot of this and drinking a lot of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we could put a little little bit more f- focus like a little little bit more focal point 
have it a little bit more guided. No, I was thinking this, but I realized something. There's something to be said about the earnesty, mm-hmm. about having fun, about the earnesty of enjoying what you're doing, right? Because the one thing that I think that we need to make sure we establish is rapport. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Only in the bedroom. A <laughs> <Our> rapport. <laughs> you have to establish a, a rapport. Right? Mm-hmm. Because a good back and forth. Because here's the thing. I could literally make up an entire thing and it's like, oh, we do this at this time and do this at this time. But like, unless you want to sit there and be like, and that's the news. <laughs> it's never good. Me personally, I like the kind of natural flow of conversation. And I think that as we get better at it, we'll be able to hone it. Oh, yeah. To hone the power. We're going to get real good. Get a real like a. Uh... Conan and the other guy vibe. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Oh, shit. I forgot his name. Andy. Andy Richter. Andy Richter. I love Andy Richter, too. But I forgot. Do you know Coco. he actually uh, invented the the method for measuring earthquakes? D- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get a lot of credit for that. Also, I don't know if you know this. Conan took a lot of credit. But they moved off of that with director scale. What, do they have a new scale now? Yeah, they have for like the last 10, 15 years. Are you serious? Yes. The Richter scale's outdated? Yes. What's the new scale? I don't fucking know. Why are you asking Wait, me? You're going you're gonna to tell me everything I know is outdated and lame and, and yes. old. And yes. you're not even going to give me the, the new... You're not even going to put me... Because you're a white person. Me. You don't care. I'm just going to stay ignorant then. Sounds like white people to me. I mean, can you blame us? <laughs> no. I definitely, it should be your responsibility. It should be. Oh, <laughs> I need to do the emotional labor. No, I like I like this. I like I like the the casual, the fun, you know. But I think I think there's some things coming. Yeah, you know, I think there's some things coming. A little bit more in the works. A little bit more in the works. Some effort, new music, some things. Maybe we could do segments. <gasps> Fuck it. I don't know, man. Segments segments how could we be so bold planning forethought like like with an outline might require effort like taking a day out of the week to actually plan oh wait now you're tossing around the word premeditated and (laughs) that's i don't know if my lawyers will appreciate that i do drive-bys only (laughs) i I think i want to think honestly i feel like you know, this has been absolutely amazing. And so I want I want I want to I want to thank you. I I want to thank you. I, I want to thank you. I I appreciate being on here. I I like talking about what we're drinking and and then also whatever random topic that we like talking about cuz you know, we got we got some good combos. I think for me the most fun part is before and after. Ah. And I think the key, so doing the podcast yes. is is the so, heart is the grueling is. part. So I feel like this is the work. <laughs> the thing that I, I want to make happen is I want to create a relationship that we have where everybody that I listen to, who I enjoy, they they love each other. They're close, and that carries all that carries over into a kind of natural relationship hmm. where when they're talking, even planned or they have things organized it allows them to communicate in a way 
where they have history. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when I, the first time we did this, didn't know you at all. And each time we do it, we get to know each other a little bit better. Peel back a couple more layers. You know? And this is definitely a growing project. And there's going to be some growing pains. <laughs> but as long as it's fun, I don't care. Because we're not making money. Now, if we start making money... If we start making money, then that's we when... we got to start clamping down. Ah. Uh, well, then mm. I'll have to develop, you know, a drug addiction and then, you know... Love it. Uh, go and go go into uh, debt and then... So do you have anything to tell these people? You're doing anything coming up soon? Do you have any links? Uh, you, you should get some. I, I should get some. Um, you should... Yeah, I, I got a couple links. You should... If you want to see some of the... Uh, Stupid opinions I have on things. Check out uh, the Humble Bumble Bear blog. Uh, it's humblebumblebear.com. All one word. I have it bookmarked. You, you really? Aw. Have you seen that I haven't posted anything? Yeah, I did. Life? I did. Right, come on. Come on. Um, come I'm on. also going to be at the uh, Broadway Comedy Club this Monday. Just hitting open my... Usually most Mondays, you know, as long as my uh, immune system lets up. Uh, <laughs> what else? Um... You you'll see me. Man, I got am, like I got like a minute left. Come am on. I am I invited back here? Not this next week, but the week following. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe. All right. If I if I, I had to pause the music for a second, you take it so long. If I speed this up, all right. That's all I got going on. All right. Uh, last thing. Uh, oh boy. Actually, no. That's uh, you just skip it. Oh my. Skip l- it. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? No, I just wanted to take up Jesus, more time. This is the art of giving up. We want to thank you, yes, you, for joining us on this, our 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 growth, blah, 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 artofgivingup at gmail.com, DA, Art of Giving Up on Twitter, Art of Giving Up on, 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 on Facebook. I'm flustered now, Urgh! taking up all the time. <laughs> and like always, we'll leave you with two things, not one now. One thing, is that in good taste? No. No. And two, peace. peace. What if I moved? Oh, what if I moved? Oh, Three. I just fucking pressed the button. Shit.